This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Friday, January 15th, 2010. I'm Caleb Brown. Immigration reform was a pledge made by candidate Obama. But what should that reform look like? And how did President Bush's plans on immigration go wrong? Dan Griswold, director of the Cato Institute Center for Trade Policy Studies, offers his thoughts. President Bush tried to tackle this issue and his heart was in the right place and it took some political courage. Uh, The Senate took it up in 2006 when the Republicans controlled the Senate and they actually passed out uh, a bill. It was quite watered down and uh, at the end of the day hardly worth the exercise. Uh, And then the Senate under the Democrats took it up in 2007 and they were not able to pass out an immigration reform bill. And it was both parties sort of fighting uh, minorities uh, within their own caucus. On the Republican side, you had the more conservative, I dare say, kind of nativist wing of the party opposing any immigration reform. Democrats faced kind of a hardened union left opposition to anything like a guest worker program. And I think that was as mistaken as the Republican uh, opposition. But the bottom line is, and then, of course, I think Democrats weren't eager to hand President Bush any kind of legislative victory uh, in the end of his term. The blood was just bad. And unfortunately, uh, we're stuck with the same problem now. And for President Obama? President Obama actually pledged on the campaign trail that he would take up immigration reform in his first year in office. Uh, obviously, that's not going to happen. Uh, but but uh, Senate Leader Harry Reid, uh, Chuck Schumer, a very prominent uh, Democrat in the Senate, have all said they want to take up immigration reform very soon. The president says he'd support it. There was actually a bill introduced in the House by Luis Gutierrez of Chicago who uh, uh, supported immigration reform. It's not a particularly good bill, uh, but we'll hash that out uh, later. But at least the process has started. And I think everybody who's interested in immigration reform is saying the first half of 2010, a window is open. Not very wide, but it's open for doing something sensible about immigration to reduce illegal immigration and meet the future labor needs of our economy. And that's really what it should all be about. What would a good immigration reform uh, look like, and what are some of the bright spots within the Obama administration toward that end? Homeland uh, Security Secretary Janet Napolitano gave a a fairly important speech uh, in in December, and she said that immigration reform is a three-legged stool. It needs three parts to, to be effective. And I think she was basically right in her broad outline. One is enforcement. We need effective enforcement when we have a system in place so that uh, terrorists and criminals don't come into the country and you don't have widespread neglect of of the law. Uh, Secondly, we need to do something about the 11 or 12 million people who are here illegally. We're not going to deport them all. Nobody likes them uh, having this undocumented population here. It's a security problem. It's an economic problem. But the third leg of the stool that unfortunately isn't being talked about enough is future flows, a temporary worker program so that we don't get into this problem again, uh, so we can accommodate the future labor force needs of the U.S. economy. Yes, we're coming out of a recession now. We have 10% unemployment. That's a bit of a hard argument to make, although the economy is creating job opportunities on the low end of the, the skill spectrum. At the same time that the American workforce is, we're getting more educated, we're getting older. The, the native-born Americans who are interested in filling these low-skilled jobs continues to decline. So we have a structural mismatch uh, at the lower end of our uh, em- employment uh, spectrum going, going forward. 
the mistake in 1986, you know, we tried to do this 20 years ago with the 1986 Immigration Reform and Control Act. Everybody agrees it was a failure. Uh, it had two components, it had two of the legs of the, of the stool. It had increased enforcement. It also had what was an amnesty by any definition. If you've been here five years or more, here's your green card. Uh, we legalized 2.7 million people. But that law did nothing to accommodate the future labor force needs of the U.S. economy. And as a result, uh, the bathtub just started filling up again. Uh, the flows, illegal flows started coming in. Unfortunately, the Democrats don't seem to get it uh, this time around either. And they're talking about those first two legs, uh, but there doesn't seem to be a, a political constituency for some kind of temporary worker program. And I think if you don't have that, uh, it's a cynical exercise that's hardly worth uh, doing. In short, that we would end up with largely the same two problems again without uh, a guest worker program to have documented people coming here to do uh, jobs that need to be done, retain some income, send it home to their families, yes. and and have it all above board. Yes, uh, th th those are the benefits. We get rid of this underground labor market. It has a positive impact on border security. Uh, and that's why Janet Napolitano and, uh, and the previous Homeland Security Secretary weigh in on this issue, because if we have the dishwashers and gardeners coming in legally uh, across ports of entry with documents, then our border agents can go after real criminals and terrorists. Uh, and that's profoundly uh, in, in our national uh, interest. And to the extent that, that these people are legal rather than illegal, it prevents them from being exploited as well. It, it, exactly. That's exactly right. They tend to get paid a little more because they have more bargaining uh, power in the marketplace. But, you know, uh, they say, well, we can't do this during a recession uh, because nobody wants to let in new workers when you've got 10% unemployment. I think that's short-sighted thinking. One, if there aren't jobs here, they don't come. Illegal immigration has dropped off significantly. In fact, the number of illegals in our country has actually dropped, not because of increased enforcement primarily, but because there aren't, there aren't jobs. You know, the uh, labor market responds to market signals like other uh, markets. And... <clears throat> Cato published a study last summer, which basically posed the questions, the question legalization or, re, or restriction. And what the study found is that if we create a legal channel for more low-skilled workers to come into the United States, it has some very positive effects. It, is, it expands our economy. It creates more investment. And the employment impact is very interesting. Yes, it has a, a slight downward pressure on low-skilled wages at the lowest end of the spectrum, but there aren't very many Americans in that part of the labor market. But secondly, by expanding the economy, it actually creates more opportunities for higher-skilled Americans as managers, accountants, people in marketing. So you're actually a, a guest worker program allows more low-skilled workers in legal. It will actually create more job opportunities for Americans up the income ladder, the structural unemployment rate at those higher incomes tends to be lower, so you actually create more jobs and have a lower unemployment rate, and more income for American families. In fact, our study estimated the income of American households after 10 years of phasing in a temporary worker program would be $180 billion greater than it would be if we continued with the status quo. That sounds like a pretty good reason among all the others to charge ahead with sensible, market-driven immigration reform, which we've been talking about for years here at the Cato Institute. 
Dan Griswold is director of the Center for Trade Policy Studies at the Cato Institute and author of the new Cato book, Mad About Trade. You can order your copy at cato.org.